Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh, I'm still uh, out here in a beautiful place, Bakersfield, California, and uh, it's beautiful not as much because of the landscape and all that, but it's the people out here. And so I'm, uh, I've got some special guests that I wanted to interview today. I've got uh, Collins Reimer. He was one of the original uh, board members uh, with Influencers Bakersfield and here in the very beginning, I met Colin 17 years ago, I guess, or 16 years ago. And uh, Colin's been a real big part of what's happened out here. And then uh, our, my other special guests are Tommy and Jessica Romero. And uh, you're going to get to hear a little bit about, uh, they're part of this whole Influencers Bakersfield thing too. And, and they have a unique ministry out here in Bakersfield I want you guys to hear about and hear some of the stories. So so welcome everybody, first of all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Glad to have you all. Um, Collins, I'm going to start with you. So uh, just tell them a little about who you are and kind of how you got hooked up with the journey and all that first and maybe a little bit. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of get to the point. We'll fast forward to to how uh, Tommy and Jessica got in the mix here. So you want to tell a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Collins Reimer. I'm a local businessman here in Bakersfield. Um, about 17 years ago, we had a retreat called M24 and where God just did a number on me. Um, everything in my life changed that weekend. And, and it was um, when we initially started doing signups for journey groups. Well, I was so overwhelmed of what God did over that weekend. I passed on the journey groups. And that was on a Saturday and Sunday afternoon, I get a call from Les and I already knew what he was going to ask. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'm in. And that was uh, 17 years ago. And since then, um, we branched out into doing groups um, in different areas of Bakersfield, um, couples groups, uh, but mostly I focus on the men's groups. And I think this year is um, 33 groups that I've led by, at the end of this year. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Multiple groups at a time yeah. going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Collins, you, uh, as I've gotten to know you through the years, uh, you're really big on, on, you love journey groups, but you more than that, I think you love seeing people live authentic faith. And live it out in the community. Absolutely, and help meet needs, right? Yes, yeah. And so you've uh, you've been a big part of you. You know, you helps. You're a big servant too. I mean, your help with the cook. T- you're a restaurant restaurateur and a construction guy, and so you've lended those gifts to in a lot of different ways through the years, haven't you? Through the ministry. Yeah, I mean, it's to me. You know, a lot of people say, you know, that's a lot of work, but it's it's my peace. I mean, it's with everything else I do in my life. I find comfort in serving. It's mm-hmm. it's my peace. It's the wheelhouse. Yeah. It's 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 joy. Well, I gotta ask you this because I ask every guest this pretty much. What did, so what did going through the journey do for you? Spiritually, it, it, personally. It, you know, as a kid, you know, going to church and even as a young adult, um, I always thought I had a relationship with God. I prayed all the time. 
I didn't read the Bible much, but once I went through journey, I understood I never had a relationship. I, I didn't even understand the concept until I went through journey and God opened my eyes big time of what his desire was. And that was for me to spend time with him. Mm. Mm. And so you're just kind of been growing ever since then and all that. Yeah. John 15 is to me is the answer. I know Rocky's mentioned that quite a few times, but, and it's like the verse for journey, but it really makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, uh, that's always the answer to every question, right? Yeah. Abide, abide in abide. Jesus. <laughs> and yeah. uh, rule number one, go back to abide, right? So, yeah. I mean, there are so many other verses that back up that verse. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, even from the beginning, you know, in Genesis, you know, when Eve ate the apple, you know, God didn't want that to happen. He would never allow the serpent in the garden. You know, the creation does not have power over creator. Right. And from the beginning, he wanted this relationship. Yeah. And it was for us to choose. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, we, we have free will, but it was only to choose him. It wasn't for mischief. It was to choose him. And some, some, sometimes by losing that connection is how we know how much we need it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Especially when you live the other side and then you get to be introduced to Christ. It, it's a game changer. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Well, you're a humble guy and that's why you're not, you're a man of few words because you're a humble guy. And right. I, I appreciate you, man. I, I know I've seen all the things you've done for this ministry. So thank you for that. You've been, well. you've been a huge blessing. Um so tell the story. Um, well, first of all, you've been instrumental. We've had a pastor's meeting while we've been here visiting and uh, pastors from all different denominations. And and they kept Colin's name came up multiple times because uh, you've been you've been influential and in come alongside pastors and and encouraging them to in their ministries and all that. But tell me how you met this guy, Tommy, and tell me how that all started. You know, a, a few years ago at a men's breakfast, I met Tommy and and. Uh, I told him about journey groups, but he had just started um, his own ministry in the men's home. And then uh, a few years later, we ran into each other again at another men's breakfast at another church. And uh, he was telling me about this building that he got. And just the story that I got to hear is we all have God moments in our life, but not many people have God stories. And this man had one story after another story. And so I visited the campus um, that he had uh, purchased. And uh, I knew right then this is a project that influencers could get involved in. Um, yeah. And his, the rest is history. I mean, God, God puts these people together. It was 14 years ago he sent me to East Bakersfield to help out with men's ministry at a church and start journey groups. And if God wouldn't have put me in that position, I probably would have never met Tommy yeah, or Jessica. And these two as a team, this is a power team right here. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Tommy, why don't you uh, tell, tell us a little bit about where you were and what your ministry was around the time that you met Collins. Um, like you said, it was a couple years back. Uh, my ministries took off in 2018 and I want to say maybe I met Collins right about 19. Yeah. 1920, running there, uh, we had we had just got blessed with uh, a big building for our men and women's home, 
uh, current time we were living in our personal home with uh, 10 men and we had another house for women and we had been praying for a bigger building and we had just got blessed with the with the bigger building and at that point uh, you know we had been praying for help because we had a lot of renovation to go on and you know we didn't I didn't know how to, to even begin but I what I did know it was to uh, pray and that's what I did I prayed God and the Lord spoke to my spirit and he said man I'm gonna bring men of God around you and I thought it was going to come another way. You know, we we get in our own head thinking that's going to come another way. And it didn't even, God said, I'm going to bring men of God around you. And as we prayed and me and my wife in our homes, we prayed. Uh, I met Collins and, you know, and I kind of like, kind of like not brushed it off, but all right, he's a good guy, businessman. And I met him again right about this time. And I told Collins, I got this project. You know what I mean? I heard, you know, a little bit about building. I didn't know he was a contractor. I thought he was just a guy that, move trailers <laughs> that's what they told me no, I mean, that's what he did I really didn't know the extent what he did and uh, he said yeah we, we had breakfast and I, uh, he told me a little bit more about what he does and he came and looked at our plans and he said okay let me talk to some people and let me go pray and that's why I said okay God we're going to pray let's see what Collins who he is let's see I mean is this the guy we've been talking about and I didn't even man didn't see it coming man when he brought the influencers he brought uh Greg Gibbons, he brought Bill Northrup, he brought Collins Reimer, he brought Henry, he brought Josh, he brought Jessica. And they came and walked the building and I was able to show them what God was showing me. And man, as they walked it and they seen the vision that God gave me, man, they got a hold of it. And man, they said, we're going to help you. And I was like, well, what does that mean? You know, a lot of people say we're going to help you, but, and they're talking about influencers and about the journey. And I'm like, man, this is a lot to take in <laughs> in one setting. But, you know, we prayed and um, we went through the paperwork process of it and getting our plans completed. And before I knew, man, uh, these contractors, man, Greg Gibbons, and they just showed up and called and they said, okay, this is where we begin. And, the man, from there, it, it was blessing after blessing after blessing. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry. Well, we got to back up. We got to back up because okay. when you say you had ten men living in your house, right? They, they're gonna they're going. What what is that all about? So they don't. I don't think these people know what you do or what your your mission is. Okay, I'm sorry. So <laughs> what it is is, uh, 2018, my son was murdered, and you know, uh, behind gang violence in in Vegas, and you know, I it's part of the generational curse that I believe that I passed to my son, and. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm a man of God and I had been serving God at the time for three years, but uh, my son was murdered. And uh, through the process of it all, uh, God told me to open a home and help men break generational curses, mm -hmm. to lead men to the cross. I can't deliver them. I can't set them free. But, man, I can get them to the cross and give them a healthy place to do it. And uh, I, qu I quit my job. My wife, uh, we went in full-time ministry and we just opened our home up and we brought men in. And, man, we loved on them how God loved on us. And we just took him to the cross. And after a year of doing that, uh, God put in my wife's spirit to open a women's home. And for the last five years, that's what we've been doing. We've been helping men and women get to the cross, give them Jesus. And we watch what God does to them with them. And like I said, uh, we're about four years in and that's when God blessed us with a bigger building. And now we can house 52 uh, men and women. And me and my wife, I mean, it's all legit and we're able to house a lot more and help a lot more men and women. And right now, currently, we have 17 men. I think tonight I'm bringing in two more. So I should have at least 19 men tonight and uh, six women. And we have, I probably have another 10, 12 beds open 
uh, we've been blessed to help as far as Utah. I've had guys come down as far as Utah, Arizona, Modesto, LA, Orange County, from everywhere. I mean, if you want God and you want to surrender, we'll bring you in our homes. And we don't charge. Yeah, you don't charge. And you got some rules, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, you got to want God. You got to want to surrender. You know what I mean? And we work six days a week because I believe a man and woman, you got to work. It says in the word, if you don't, you don't work, you don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you told us last night, you were saying, and you're getting them ready to go live on their own. And right. To get and them broke, broke, the curses broken, come to Jesus, and then be able to know how to work and yeah, sustain yourself. It's right? putting them on a, get, uh, get them on a solid rock, a foundation of Christ. And to be the man of God and have to go to work every day, but still be the man of God and get off work. Sometimes you have to go to work and go to church in your work clothes, man. Sometimes you have to. And if these men do it for a whole year, when they leave here, they're able to go and get connected with the community and get a good job and go to work and be the, the man of God that God called them to be. Mm-hmm. The woman to know her value, which she, man, that she's just not no floor man. She's a woman of God and who her father really is. Mm-hmm. Because that's the big problem right now in today's time is, the fathers and the parents that we have slacked. And I'm pointing at myself because I don't tell you, 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 but man, it started with me. And now I'm uh, doing all I can to help men and women break the generational curse. Mm. Well, and uh, so you got this building and, mm-hmm. and I'll, I will get back to that because that, that's a cool story. Uh, and was the church part of the deal getting the church building? Well, as well? see, the, no, because man, the, the big kicker of those things is I got saved in the same church that was empty for years. I got saved there in 1997 and I was in the same neighborhood I grew up in. And we passed by me and the men one day and I seen it empty. And I told my wife, I pulled her, I said, this church is empty. So I got saved. And I said, this is going to be our next home. And she says, claim it. And me and like four guys, we put our hands on that building. And we said, in the name of Jesus, if this is our home, open every door. And this was when COVID season was kicking off real bad. And we made some phone calls and, you know, many people were like, there's no way you're going to get that. I said, man, God can open doors that no man can open, man, and God will keep those things open. If it's not his will, well, praise God. But I'm not going to, I mean, not try. And man, God has opened every door. And now that we uh, have the it, the church was just a, a bonus. That was just for prayer and to feed the men and women. Now we have service there and we have over 100 members that go there and it's all God. It's nothing that I can do. It's nothing that I can do. I couldn't even imagine doing this. And it's God that blessed everything I do because it all gets pointed back to the cross. So now you're a preacher too, huh? Yep. It's been over a year and God called me to pastor this church. I, me and God, we had a wrestle with that because I'm not a pastor. And he said, man, you are what I call you to be. Hallelujah. And you walk in it. You know what I mean? And believe me, I, I sometimes, I, uh, it's, it's hard for me because I'm not, I, I don't know how to do this. But God says, I'm going to walk you through it. And I tell the church, man, before I go through it on Sunday, man, I feel like throwing up because I'm so nervous. But God says, you can do it with me. And I trust God and I go do it. And that, man, it's it's been a, a blessing because you see the neighborhood coming together now. And, you know, it's it's the God in me. It's not Tommy. It's the God in me. Yeah. And maybe preacher's not the right word. It's more of a shepherd. Right. You know, you're loving on these people, taking care of these people. Right. And right. that's what people are looking for is love. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jessica, what uh, when I heard that uh, at one time you guys were, you were hosting ten men in your house or whatever <laughs> in a small house, right? Yes, in bunk beds or something. Where was uh-huh. everyone sleeping? I don't know, but uh, you must. I thought this woman must be something special, you know. Um, so, what's your perspective on all this? Um, it's amazing. I literally, I truly wake up every day, and it's the same thing. I, I tell God, like, wow, I get to do this. You know, mm. I get to wake up to these men and women every day. I can't see my life any different. Um, it's a blessing to be able to walk through this, you know, journey we call life with them and to be able to pour into them and to love on them 
and to just have a front row seat of what God is doing in their lives. And um, it's a blessing to us because they have no idea how much they impact us. You know, we're the blessed ones. We're the ones that that are receiving through all of this. But, um, you know, just everything, even watching my husband, you know, just the transformation that God has done in his life, the favor that he has upon his life, the people that he surrounds him with. You know, we have no lack mm -hmm. in any area of our life because God has sent people to help, mm -hmm. you know, to love on us, to invest in us. Um, it's just it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Wow. Well, I mean, we got we did a service at your church last night and uh, Rocky and I got to speak. But the best part was the worship Amen. and watching those ladies dancing and Amen. praising God and, and everybody I met, all the people who live there at your place, all so kind. So uh, just respectful, just, be, you know, beautiful people, Amen. you know, so Amen. you could just see Jesus has been touching them. So. We, we live to worship there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that old church building. Oh, I love old church buildings anyway, but yeah. Well, so let's let's tell. So we were at the part of the story where um, God gave this building, and and I heard it was pretty rough. By the way, it's been yeah. empty for ten years, I guess, next to a ch the old church. Mm, yeah. And but it was there was a vision, right. a vision that this could be like the a place to house the men and the women, and right. even more than what you've been able to help, right? Right. Yeah. And so so the influencers, how did they come? Well, Colin, what do you remember that whole deal? Did did you get a phone call to go check out the building and all that? You were there, right? When, yeah, we were at the men's breakfast and we left the men's breakfast and went straight over there. What and did you think it, when you saw it? It had great bones. Great bones, but <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of it was rough. And and what has happened there is just amazing. You know, and, and Tommy doesn't tell the whole story of how he got the building. But I've heard it, and it's it's nothing that you can even imagine. I mean, God had his hand through all of it, even down to the, the guy that was helping him, you know, do the paperwork. And at one time, I guess he wanted the building for himself as well. Mm -hmm. And and he calls him and says, here, I got the keys for you. And he just he goes, this building is going to be yours. Like basically surrender, like this is yours. And he pulls out the business card. He said, my dad gave me this business card. He said, if you ever meet this man, help him. Mm -hmm. And it was Tommy? It was Tommy's card. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's the way yeah. backstory that that is, man. And, you know, uh, it, it's been amazing to see what God does. And, you know, people ask me how. And I just surrender and let God. I don't try to figure it out. You know, I don't have this big education and I don't come from a lot of money, but I come from a, a father, man, who never let me down. That was Jesus Christ. Mm. And, you know, uh, when the influencers and we did the journey last year, I took my men's home through the journey and uh, they loved it. And our women were jealous because they're like, man, how come we can't get in? They've seen the books, but like we want to be a part of it. And, you know, they've been blessed this past year to do it, but to see the men, man, just broken and say, man, we needed this. And the books were so basic, but man, so many, so many of us missed the basics. We want to get to the top, but we missed the basics, man. And uh, I believe a lot of us today need to go back to the basics, man, and just abiding in Christ and letting God do what God wants to do. And it's, it's been a true blessing, you know, uh, We've hosted M6s at our church, and uh, we've been attacked for doing that. 
you know, uh, I've been asked by other pastors, what are you doing? And I said, man, I'm just loving on men. And I don't care what side of town you come from, man. You're a man of God, man. I want to be a part of what you do. Right. I don't uh, I don't get into all that denominational stuff. I don't get into all the politics, man. I just want to love God and love his people mm-hmm. and just uh, be a servant yes. like Jesus was, man. If you want to do something, serve. I mean, it's not about being on top or not about the name. It's We're under one name because there's only one man that went to the cross for us. Mm. You know, you reminded me of something uh, Rocky was talking the other day about. He was studying Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message translation of the Bible, or it's a paraphrase of the Bible. And he said he did it because he wanted it to be in a street language that people could understand, you know, just, and I think the journey, and that's Rocky endeavor just to write it for businessmen or just regular men, not seminary trained people, just to take them to the basics, like you said, of, of who is God and and how do you come close to him and all that, you know? So to hear it, it works with people who've been to seminary. I, I, I've taken pastors through it, have been 40 year pastors, and then I've taken brand new believers through it, you know, and it works for either one, you know? So, yeah. But but I we got to go through your building last night and 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 how beautiful to see it. I mean, it was so clean and, and just well-kept and uh, seems like it's all come together really well. Yes. And a lot of the influencers guys are the ones who help, help do the construction, mm-hmm. right? And all that. Uh, I would probably say 90% of those influencers that helped us. Wow. Would you say? Yes. 90%. They came, they came alongside us and yeah, no, maybe none of them, some of them couldn't swing a hammer, man, but they prayed for us. That's for sure. Number one, they prayed for us and man, and uh, they donated towards the cause, man. And it's their donations and their prayers that are going to reach many men and women all over, man. We're not just talking to Kern County, but man, anywhere from the world, man, I'll help anybody. And it's because man, men, and women of God came together. It's not nothing I can do on my own. There's nothing that Collins or Rocky or even Brian, but it's men of God that come together and watch what God does. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, in the journey, we 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 sh- we teach guys and girls that uh, you seek God, you abide in Christ, and then you live it out. Right. And uh, so if it's not if it's not living it out in the community, then is it is it real, right? Right. But but a real faith is one that's lived out. And right. influences the community. This is a perfect example of it, I think. That's one thing I tell the church. Uh, we got to mimic the church of Acts. You know, we realized we were sinners, man. What do we do? We turn from our sin. We repent. Uh-huh. You know, he baptized. And man, and then you come together. They came together and there was never a need because they came together. Yes. It wasn't about you or your church or you and your family. It's we come together and we meet all the needs together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not just one man with all his money that comes. We come together because, man, uh, prayer is much more powerful than money. Yeah, yeah. Prayer. And the people who have money, they they help bring that. They and do. other people and bring skills. Some perfect. people bring prayer. Yeah. Every, man, everything is needed. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, we've seen up to what, maybe 350 men at our house, at our church, mm-hmm. at, at an M6, and people pass by and they're like, what are you guys doing here? All these men, you know what I mean? To see that <laughs> East Bakersfield where the streets are blocked, the men are just worshiping God. Or the alleys are blocked to just men worshiping God. That's a movement of God. Wow. That's a movement. That corona was dark for so many years. Yes. And now it's lit up. You know what I mean? And it's this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. This is just the beginning. And I told you, speakers, so man, you better watch out because influencer, you guys are gonna be doing this. You're gonna wish you guys were here. Even last night, man, that was a perfect opportunity to see the man who wrote the books. You know what I mean? The man that was behind it. Uh-huh. Because we always want to see what does he look like? And we would look some up on the phone, but Man, we were blessed, man. That little church on the corner was blessed to have that man come to our church. Mm. And it's the spirit of God that you guys carry, you know what I mean? And the humbleness that you guys carry. He came in there, man. 
the guys have been praying and fasting for you guys to come. <laughs> I was invited to that lunch yesterday, uh, the other day, and I told them I'm going to be rocking. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, pray, guys, man, pray and believe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if we can get them to come to our church. They're like, yeah. And I was like, start praying and believing, man. We don't know what God's going to do. Mm-hmm. And to have that many people show up yesterday and to feed everybody and just to break bread. Mm-hmm. Something about when you have a, a dinner with somebody, you know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you come together, man, that, that, that tears down walls. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color or what church or what kind of car you pulled in. Man, you know what I mean? Watch what God does. You see them worshiping. We witness that every Wednesday and Sunday. Just people worshiping with their hands surrendered. And watch what God does in their life. Well, you know, when Rocky wrote that story, Journey to Shame, where he wrote about Gabe, Mm -hmm. Gabe is the kind of guy he wants to be. Amen. Rocky's never made it about him. He's always just been comfortable being kind of behind the scenes. You know, he's never wanted to be a celebrity pastor of any kind right now when he was young he wanted to be a big athlete you know but god had to break him of all that years ago you know so amen but but what a blessing to be there you guys blessed us more than than we bless you believe me we 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 are going home so much more encouraged than we sought to encourage coming here so uh so cool and i heard one of your guys i think last night he's already got vision of doing what you're doing here somewhere else oh yeah he he wants to reproduce it somewhere else he does man and we have a lady in our journey group too that she says man my mom don't speak english we want to we need it in Spanish for my mom. She's, I'll do it in English, but let me do it in Spanish next year. Yeah. Let me, because God is giving people vision, man. I told him, get out, grab a hold of it. That's what God's giving you. Let's pray and God will open the doors. And you guys even said, man, we have a Spanish curriculum coming out. Uh-huh. And you know I mean, and I said, all right, man, that's it, man. Here. And Marcos told you, man, uh, I see us, uh, you know me, a year from now or in the future with another church because this church is not big enough and we're doing journey at another church. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and that's God's, man, because God wants us to spread and to multiply. Right. Not to stay in that corner, man. I got to get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I got to go see what's going on, man, because as iron sharpens iron, man, we come together and we meet needs. You know, I talked to a pastor this morning. He texted me early, hey, I need some plywood. Well, I got a connection with wood. I said, I got plywood. How much you need? You know, but then I talked to another gentleman that's another believer. And he's part of the influencer. Hey, I need some other wood. I got that. What do you need? When we come together so there's no need in the house. That's right. And that's what it's about. You know what I mean? And not only with material, but with prayer. Hey, man, I'm taking some attacks. Pray for me. Because us as leaders and pastors, I tell them, man, you guys feel you guys are getting attacked in the congregation. We're getting double attacks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But we stand and we don't back up, man. We hold the line and we push in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We keep the Lord in front of us and watch what happens, watch what God does. Mm -hmm. And we just got to go and watch what's go. That's how I live my life. I love it, man. I can talk all day about it. (laughs) So, Collins, what do you, a uh, few minutes left here, but what do you think about this whole living it out thing? You, you've seen it, I know, and I mean, you guys have done, you've fed thousands of people turkeys at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You guys have done projects in the mission down in downtown Bakersfield. I mean, talk about that for a minute. You know, I think, you know, last night Rocky mentioned it that, you know, we have the knowledge of God, but we don't know God. Mm-hmm. And once you understand who He is and who He says you are, and you come into that relationship, you can't help but to do what he says. And that's what he tells us to do, is to get out. He said, go among the people and baptize him in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You know, and, and by doing that is action. It's not by words. Yeah, he, and he sent him out two by two to the cities and said, yeah. heal the sick and cast out demons. And, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people who are called into ministry and a lot of times it's under, um, you know, okay, what do I get paid, right? Mm-hmm. But when you see the big difference is when a man or a woman says, I'm doing it, and I'm going to let God work that part out. 
that changes everything. Mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's the, the, the people I know who've taken that stance in ministry have the biggest fruit I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I've said, I've said this over and over again, but I think even just uh, being part of influencers, even just a lay person, yeah. it's a calling. It is. It's a calling to go make disciples. It's yes. a calling to lay your life down and quit making it about you and just see what God will, how he will use you, you know? And that's, to me, that's the abundant life. Yeah. You know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, I came to give you life abundantly. And like you said, it has nothing to do about money. I mean, he'll take care of your needs, but mm -hmm. it's about peace and joy and finding your purpose, you know, mm -hmm. serving him. So if you just get him in proximity and the Holy Spirit does the rest. That's right. That's Amen. right. That's the simple thing of this ministry. We're not trying to build a ministry. We're mm -hmm. just trying to share God's love, you know, right. and help people. So that is so awesome. Well, cool. Anything else you guys want to say about your ministry? I got something to say. Yes. And, you know, I want to thank uh, all the men and the influencers and the journey groups and the ones that, like Colin Reimer and Brian, uh, Les, and, you know, and Rocky, you know, just for uh, taking a stand and, man, and making an impact in men's lives. It's the Holy Spirit and the obedience. And I want to thank, thank you guys from my heart, man. And, with the tools that you guys have equipped us with, you know, that the Lord had dropped in you guys. And, you know, if it wasn't for Colin's obedience, it wasn't for uh, uh, all the men that came side of us, man. I'm really grateful and thankful. And, man, that's all I want to do is do the same for the next man, mm. to come aside somebody and help somebody. Because, man, that's what God called us to do. And I just want to thank the influencers and how they welcomed us as a family. When Man, here in Bakersfield, the, the influencers, they brought us in like family. Not, not caring what we look like, man. They brought us close and they've just loved on us. And I want to thank the influencers here in Bakersfield and as well as you guys all over the world that poured into us. Even the guys at the coast, man, everywhere. They they just, they came to us and, man, they showed us God. Yeah. Thank well, you. and I can tell you this. As soon as we get the Spanish curriculum printed, I'm going to be sending some your way. So uh, just Amen. plant some good seed there, you know. Amen. So, all right. Well, thank you all for coming. Yeah. Well. This has been the Influencers Network podcast, and uh, you've had heard my special guest, Collins Reimer, uh, one of the original board members in Bakersfield and key leader out here, and Tommy and Jessica Romero, who lead Tommy's Legacy and Fanny's House. Fanny's House. Okay. Great people. Great people. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. So uh, to learn more about uh, what's going on all around the ministry, go to influencers.org and Influencers Bakersfield even has their own page and they have their own website, influencersbakersfield.org. You can probably learn a lot more about opportunities to come alongside them. But uh, anyway, uh, we love uh, we love everything that's going on out here. So uh, anyway, again, my name is Brian Craig. I'm Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.